Today we're going to begin reading in Matthew chapter 18 and in verse 1. It says, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one, such little child in my name receiveth me. For whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. It's often easier for little children to be saved than it is adults. They're not burdened down with pride. They're innocent and often naturally humble. I myself was saved as a young child. The concept was not difficult. We're born sinners. Sin sends you to hell. We can't save ourselves. Jesus died to pay the price for our sins, and we need to trust Jesus to save us. The problem is, when young children are saved, it becomes the responsibility of those close to them to ensure that the child matures in their faith and becomes a faithful disciple. Jesus is illustrating the importance of this in verse 6, where he said, For whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it would be better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. This word offend in the Greek actually means to trip up or to entice. It's our responsibility to make sure our children and young converts are taught what sin is and how and why to avoid it and how to serve God correctly. Let me give you an example of what I mean. A child who is saved at seven or eight can understand the concept of original sin, of being born a sinner. And they can understand basic sins like lying or disobeying your parents. But they're too young to understand, understand sins like maybe adultery or fornication. They may be in their teens before they understand sins like greed or lust. From the time of our conversion forward, we spend the rest of our lives understanding sin and how to live righteously and what it means to be a disciple. It then becomes our responsibility to disciple young converts. Jesus is warning of our failure to do this in verse 6. He doesn't mean that there will be a literal millstone tied around our neck and we'll be drowned in the sea. But the meaning is clear that there will be a penalty paid for our failure to disciple our children and young converts. This also means leading by example. So going back to Matthew chapter 18, and we're just going to begin in verse 6. Um, again, it says, For whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe unto the world because of the offenses, 
for it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to the man by whom the offense comes. Jesus makes an interesting statement here in verse 7. He expresses sorrow in the fact that the world is filled with enticements, but also acknowledges that enticements will come and in some ways are necessary. But he also says that woe unto the man that causes enticements, implying that it's not going to be very good for him, that it's going to be a price paid for someone who causes enticement. Let's continue reading in verse 8. It says, Wherefore, if thy hand or foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is better for thee to enter into life with one eye, rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. Are your feet taking you places you shouldn't go? Are your hands touching things they shouldn't be touching? Are you looking at things you shouldn't be looking at? Jesus said it would be better if you cast these limbs off than to allow them to continue to entice you. Now, this is hyperbole, which means to take something to a ridiculous extreme in order to make a point. Jesus famously uses hyperbole throughout the New Testament. But he's trying to make a point about how serious and important it is that you live righteously, not just for yourself, but as an example to your children and to everyone else as well. And again, we should heed his warning that we will pay a penalty if we cause our children to sin. You know, I fear we live in a time where people don't think it matters what they do in front of their kids and that kids will make their own decision about things anyway, regardless of how we act. But that's not what Jesus is saying here. He says that our sin is an enticement to our children. It could be a stumbling block. It matters. Let us take seriously the charge that is given to us to be examples and leaders to our young people. Thanks for watching.